Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. In a world... where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Panther fans unite! My name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's in the house. How you doing, my friend? The stat daddy. But I think Derek Brown, hey, man, he deserves that dab on him. Pick. Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him. All the same. Yeah, 100%. We can just Mine is going to go to the fullback. I'm going to dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq. I'm going to put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one post game roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers post game show. When it rains, it pours, and the Panthers go to 2-12. and 12. Yes, the Carolina Panthers have secured their second win of the season in what was a wet, messy game that at one point had eight punts in a row, and that was after two fourth-down failed conversions by each team. The Carolina Panthers found a way to win. It required keeping their opponent to seven points and a last-second field goal by Eddie Pinero. No touchdowns on the day for the Carolina Panthers. Chris Tabor pulls off his first win as an interim head coach. And Bryce Young, better best day of his career, 167 yards, 18 for 24. It's the C3 Panthers postgame show. I'm here to chop it up with Cody Lashney. Welcome, my friend. Oh, Tony Dunn, we don't get to do this very often. We don't get to do post-game shows coming off of a W, baby, but we did it today. And you know it's fuck the Falcons every day of the week, baby. I don't care that we're out of the first overall pick. I don't care that we're playing for nothing. We beat the Falcons at home. And yes, it was a Ron Rivera football game every step of the way. A very low-scoring game, but I'll take it no matter what, Tony. And you know what? We're going to do it with the best damn Panther fans in all of YouTube. Brandon R., Jay Thomas, Fast Zone News, Muscles Marinara Paisan, my man D. What's up, D? Panther Gal 73, Shane Reed, Stephen Bailey, Trap X, Bit Jordan, Timothy Bells, Tony Dunn. We got the W, baby. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Let's roll. The number is 252-228-5098. Call in. Celebrate the victory with us. What did you see out of this team, particularly from a defense that was not playing around in this game? CK, today I think we saw what people have in mind when they think Brian Burns and Derek Brown on the line. They were visibly impactful throughout the game. Yeah. While he didn't do what Julius Peppers would have done is take it to the house. 
Brian Burns made a difference in today's game, and Derek Brown is unstoppable. This <laughs> defense, world. yeah, uh, this defense held the Atlanta Falcons to seven points. Found a way to get the ball back to this Panthers offense late, and uh, they squeaked it out. Dude, they squeaked it out. Um, I think a lot of people uh, played their best football today, and uh, you know, people are talking about it in the chat. It was the the most complimentary football we've seen uh, this year. Um, I know the scoreboard doesn't look like it's as complimentary, but you got to keep in mind we were in Falcons territory two times and uh, did a turnover on downs after uh, on the fourth down. So this could have been a a, a deeper, uh, a more higher scoring uh, game. Uh, but the reason that this was so complimentary is we weren't just and outside of the very beginning of the game, we weren't just three and outing it every single every single drive. We were honestly, I don't think it happened after the first four drives. Right, we did four in a row. And then I think there wasn't any more of the entire game. Um, and I think that we've got to credit, uh, you know, uh, as much as I'm frustrated by many of the shotgun uh, run plays on third and one or fourth and one and what have you, we've got to, uh, we've got to credit Thomas Brown for some of the play calling. It was probably the more creative uh, play calling that we've seen uh, all year. Um, we've seen some of these big, these guys step up in the big time. Gabe Jackson may have actually answered our right guard uh, question. Um, yeah. you know, at, at this point in time, uh, man, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to see what can happen when, when everybody plays football, at least good football. I know this wasn't great football, but I, I don't have very many people to complain about having played bad today. Wild. We're here to celebrate. And the Panthers didn't even get a touchdown today. It took every single ounce, every single second of this game to win the game. As Eddie Panero kicks a game-winning field goal in torrential downpour conditions, I am not going to lie, Cody. I was nervous as we just said, let's kick it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I was nervous. I didn't expect to win the game. I mean, most of the game, I didn't expect to win the game. It's like we saw this song and dance before. And look, it was a Panthers game. Like, this is yet how many weeks in a row? where the Panthers' defense keeps us kicking and screaming in football games every step of the way, man. Frankie Louvu flies around, smacks people in the mouth. Uh, Brian Burns played incredibly fast today. And, boys, we need to have a conversation, man, because I said how important this year was for Derrick Brown. And I mean, through the end of the of the year here, he's exceeding my expectations of what I thought was possible for him. Literally every play, this man, dude, he's like the juggernaut. He's the juggernaut, bitch. He is throwing people around. He's so aggressive. His hands are violent. He's on every play, man. You're shutting down the run, allowing everyone else to play faster. I know everyone's going to talk about the offense today because that's always what we talk about. But, man, <laughs> when they show up the way they do, Damn, if they don't look impressive, man. Even Dante Jackson was flying around making tackles, which he's been known to do. Uh, It was a very sloppy performance by Atlanta offensively. Desmond Ritter, dude, I'm sorry. I know we have a lot of questions about our quarterback. I'm sure the Atlanta Falcons do as well. But uh, these were two bad offenses uh, versus two aggressive defenses. And the Panthers came out on top, baby. And it came behind running Chuba. Hubbard and I love it. Run Trooper Run, baby. The numbers 252-228-5098. Celebrate the Panthers' second win with the C3 
Panthers post game show, and we've already got a hundred and forty fifty people in the in watching the broadcast right now. Big shout out to uh, some real patron saints of the podcast, Nirvash, Nirvash with a ten. Actually, no, let's start with oh, yeah. uh, Nirvash ten dollar love bomb. He says, "Can we all just admit that we saw some good things today?" and yet be critical that both our wins came off 15 and nine point performances. I don't want to see the Bryce fans versus hater wars going on. Well, get ready for it. Maybe not in today's show, but you can go ahead and expect a million people <laughs> yeah. to continue talking about this as we go forward. Um, Bryce young though, uh, you know, had some good plays today. Yeah, not the story of this game. How about that? Not the story of this game. I disagree. Right. Okay. He was five for five in the final drive, and that was for 67 yards coming down from the 13-yard line. Um, he was he was clutch in the moment that we needed him to. I think he was the story. Okay. I mean, it, it, and he did that, I think, too. Yeah. He did it against Houston, too. He let the game win right. drive. Uh, they even said on the broadcast he played well. Uh and again, I'm not saying it's not a story. To me, it just seems like more of a defensive thing. Um, yeah, I agree. As the de- yeah. defense, that turnover, this game's over. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jerry with the 999 says, Reich was a defensive coach, uh, was a defensive coach, old school coach, not an OC. Bryce finally had plays to throw longer than being a lot. Andrew Luck did a lot better without Reich in his career. So basically saying, hey, now that we're moving off of Reich, we're doing a little bit better, and hey, a big W for Chris Tabor and Jay Thomas with the four, uh, yeah, with the four nine nine says, "I'm way too overly excited for this win, I know. but I don't care. It feels great." Jay, you're allowed to feel good. We don't get this very often, baby. You got to savor this moment while we got it, man. The juice is worth the squeeze. We're going to be happy on a rainy day in Charlotte, baby. We appreciate y'all for joining us. Yeah, and if anything is like, while it may be, look, is I hope there's some Atlanta Falcons people coming into uh, this show right now to hear this, is that I'm sure they're going to be so excited or all week be talking about how, well, the Carolina Panthers didn't even score a touchdown. They're such a shitty team. Well, you know what the best part of this season is? Is that shitty-ass team raining on your parade as you continue to squander the division away, right? As we know, the Panthers stink, but today's win as uh, Tampa goes on to win on the road is just another moment in the Saints and Falcons continued competition to fail at trying to win a football game. I mean, is these guys, I'm so happy that they're unhappy. The Carolina Panthers moved to two and 12. The numbers two, five, two, 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 eight, 50, 98. Let's go ahead and just start taking some calls right here. And then we'll work through the game as we do that. You guys go ahead and smash the thumbs up button and get into the conversation. Yes, sir. And thank you to Tyler Gaines for the one ninety nine and Charles June with the five dollars. Gotta support the podcast, especially when we win that game. Appreciate you, Charles. And uh listen, man, it's time to let y'all's voice be heard. The number is two five two 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 eight 
$15.98. Let's jump into these cat calls. So what are your thoughts on cat calling? Yeah, it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good, like and a three and a four and a who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in his nose? Who's that kid that can use one? What's happening, C3? This Hemlock. Well, lordy, lordy, the sun up, shines on a dog's ass every now and then, doesn't it? If we were going to get a win, at least we beat the dirty birds. Honey, yep. I bet you're elated about that. I am. Other than that, it was a really ugly game. They played really well at the end, but it was just an ugly game. Yeah, weather permitting, but it was it was just hard to watch. Anyways, we got a win. We are not going to tie our worst record of the season. So now we're one up on Thank Hopefully God. we can get one more and maybe we'll ruin Chicago's first round pick. All right, guys. You take care. Keep pounding. I'm out. See you on the flip side. Keep pounding. Tony, we were two and 16 in 2010. Two and 14. Two and 14. Two and 14. Yeah. Yeah, so they are. You are tied for that right now. Um, I think the other CK. Do you remember in O one? Oh, were they two games in that season too, or one and fifteen? Uh, Can't remember. Panthers. How about this? Is that the Carolina Panthers may have had an ugly game, but they did have one hundred twenty nine yards rushing, eighty seven on the ground, 15. one and fifteen. So we have surpassed the two thousand one record. Uh, Chuba yeah. Hubbard, 87 yards on 22 attempts. Um, Miles Sanders, not really a factor in this game. Only six attempts, two yards. He had 129 yards rushing, one of those being a kind of jet sweep play with the Smith-Marset. Uh, Bryce Young, 167 yards, no touchdowns. While those numbers are hardly impressive, oh, in a rainy, man. rainy, rainy game, where you know that this is going to be a game that you want to win on the ground. The Atlanta Falcons seem like a team that's supposed to be built to win this type of game with Algier, with Bijan Robinson, with these, uh, who else? Who's the other guy? Cordero Patterson. They only have 52 rushing yards today, guys. Yeah, we did a great job stopping the run. I think that you have to give credit to that front seven. You have to. Derek Brown uh, is the destroyer of worlds, man. From now on, I'm calling that dude the juggernaut. I think he's the best player by far on our football team. Um, yeah, man. The the way we stopped the run today is what we've been wanting to see for years. We've all felt like our run defense has left wanting for so long, and now you finally get a good performance. Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier really didn't do anything today. Uh, dude, you have to give credit to that front seven, man. Uh, Derek Brown, Brian Burns, and Frankie Louvu, they were on damn near every single play. Uh, and dude, I also think that you need to give Ajiro Vero some credit. Uh, this entire season, the defense has by far been the best part of the Carolina Panthers football team. And if we had any semblance of an offense, we could be in contention to compete for this division with how terrible all these teams are. like Yeah, I mean, if they had yeah. a bolt, if this was, yeah. this offense isn't even on life support. No, 
And dude, when you look at the Falcons, the Saints, and the Bucks, like they all take turns having down weeks. It seems like nobody wants to win the division. Oh, I know. So yeah, that makes it all the more disappointing. But this defense is good. Um, I'm at the point where I sincerely hope that whatever coach we do bring in next, there is a concerted effort to keep Jiro Vero around to have some consistency uh, with the defense. But I tell you what, no one is more consistent than your boy, Mr. Strats, who just gifted a victory donation of 20 gifted memberships to the C3 Panthers podcast. Strats, you're the homie, brother. Um, What was it? I, I just really think, I wonder how many coaches, guys, are going to be, how many coaching vacancies there will be this year. Uh, the Panthers, I think the commanders, right, uh, yeah, they're talking about that. They're saying that that's pretty much a foregone conclusion that he's the gone. Bears, um, the um, Bears, I don't, well, yes, after they just lost the, the way they did to the Browns, I, I agree that they're probably he's probably on the hot seat. Some um, people believe McDermott, Chargers, yeah, Chargers just fired, Raiders. yep. And now, I mean, I think if you're Atlanta right now, if you're an Atlanta fan. Arthur yeah. Smith has to be on the hot seat. Yeah, yes. you got to be going bananas right now, which this is not great for us is the more there's going to be a lot of competition out there for oh yeah, all these coaches. Yeah, and that's why I've been saying for a while now that as a Panther fan, you need to broaden your list of acceptable coaches. A lot of people are already on one train or another. It's Ben Johnson or Bust. And then there's been a lot of rumors that at team meetings or whatever, uh, David Tepper was apparently talking with uh, Ben Johnson's uh, representatives. So that relationship is already there. But no matter who it is, I genuinely feel that there's a bunch of good options to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, I'm a fan of Bobby Slovic. I've said that a number of times, the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. Ben Johnson is a name. We still don't know what the deal with Jim Harbaugh is. The rumors are Michigan's working on another contract to keep Jim Harbaugh in college football and not coming to the NFL. Um, so, I mean, there, there, there's some names, man. And I know Belichick, that's the one that gets the most headlines. I kind of don't see that happening. I see Bill going to Los Angeles, but there's options. Don't get if you're your Ben Johnson. You want to go to the chargers and work with Herbert. The chargers and the bills. If both of those are open, they're going to be the most coveted spots. I don't think the Bills will. I, I just can't imagine. Like people, dude. After the nine eleven thing with McDermott and dude, if, if they don't. Th that's probably the most mild not just, thing not that just these that. locker I'm rooms say. They don't make oh, you know what is? You know what? Uh, oh, you guys said that you're the one that told me that was a long time ago. Even. Yeah, it wasn't even something that happened recently. It was something that happened in 2019. He apologized for it, uh, and then it was brought back up again. I'm just saying if they did hire him this year because they failed to make another push, like the Bills have been kind of disappointing this year. If they don't make it this year, then yeah, the Bills are going to be another contender to get a great head coach. That's why I'm on Tim Slovit, man. He's not a name that people are saying a lot about, but he's a talented young offensive mind, came from that Shanahan tree, was on that same 2013 uh, offense for Washington that had McVay, and Shanahan and McFloor and all these other great coaches. That's my pick as of right now. Speaking of, the Houston Texans just had a touchdown called back that I would know. have won the overtime because of a 
ticky tack like and it might have taken them out of field goal oh! range too. Oh man. Oh okay, what happened to Levis? He got bent over backwards, but like I think it was his ankle somehow. The ba- oh. man, the Bears almost had Oh, the Browns might win. Oh, the Browns might win. This guy thing. had that ball. It was on, and he was on the ground. Whoever number 11 is, how do you not? Oh. All right. Um, yeah, Is uh, so you can see the Texans who have been on a tear this year and are trying to win right now right. with two seconds left in overtime. I think that is an interesting name. You bring up some good points about it. We'd like to hear what you guys uh, how you're feeling after the Panthers' second win. And really, I got to say, other than Derek Brown and, and this defense wrecking it, the only memorable thing I have, and again, I have to be honest, I had a friend, a close my childhood best friend in town. So we had the, I had the game in the background, but was not playing as <laughs> close as attention as I was in the first half. That Chark uh, catch was insane. Oh, yeah. The tippy toes catch. Yeah. Dude, where has that been all year, man? What well, a catch. To be fair, and in, in, in my effort to be unbiased in this, you have to throw the ball. You've got to throw the ball there to allow him to actually make those types of plays. He wasn't open, right? That's what we've been talking about. You've got to throw these guys open. He made a lot of back shoulder throws today that were absolutely what needed to happen to be able to allow the off those uh, wide receivers to get open. Bryce Young, I think today offered his best performance in that because I think he realized, uh, you know, at least from what I'm seeing, he's throwing to guys who were, he was throwing contested catches and these guys were coming down with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what you're going to have to do. Bryce had a good day today, um, which is crazy. I mean, this is, but this is a good day for a two and 12 team. Right. Is that first of all, nothing is going to be in this conditions. It was tough to do anything. A right. These conditions were terrible, man. You I've never I can't imagine. I can't remember a rainier game other than that one. I'm looking out the window right now. It's been just nasty all day, man. It's cold. Um, It must have sucked for all those coaches and the people that were just sitting around on the sidelines getting drenched. But it's not like if you're a two and twelve team, anything is going to be great. So it took a great special teams play. It took the defense playing well. It took an offense that made some opportune plays down the stretch because this first half was terrible, was freaking awful. And again, you can see immediate pressure that Bryce Young is under a lot of times, but he's also failed to make plays. These wide receivers have dropped balls. They, the one touched turnover, I think it was turnover on downs when we were, maybe we ended up getting a field goal out of it. We were down on the goal line. Bryce is scrambling to his right. And Jonathan Manga runs a route where his whole back is to the whole like he's not even looking at all until the play's over. The play's yeah. over before he turns around to even look to see. And it's a scramble drill by that point. So this was, it took all phases of the ball, Carolina's defense really keeping them in the game. And 
at just giving them an opportunity for one gasping breath for this offense to do anything. So we should not be surprised these numbers aren't great, uh, but they were. They're not impressive. Let's go back to the calls, which are impressive. And uh, let's go to D. What's going on, C3 family? D, down for North Carolina. I don't care how ugly it took to get that win. Two daggone wins, daggone. Another win on the docket. Shout out to the great Tony Dunn. Shout out to the homie caddy. They'll go Cody Lack. I can damn near talk. Yo, shout out to Greg C.K. Pamper Pickle. Shout out to Muscle Murr now. Put the fuck the effort. That fucking guy. Yo, let's go. Best offensive player. Let's go. Panthers, hands down, Chuba. Best defensive player for the Panthers this year, Derek Brown. I'm just happy. That drive that Bryce had to win this game, I don't think he had an incompletion. He had clutch throws. One of them was a duck. It was still caught. That is what I am talking about. Nine to seven. That's all we need. Two, we won two games, people. It's Christmas to me. Let's keep it going. Panthers over the Falcons, Dagnabbit. Yo, I love every single one of you. Christian Leday, all of you. Panthers, yes, keep fucking pounding. Yeah. Man, you got to love the excitement. People have been, we've been walking Uh, through a desert of happiness. We needed that. Um, we got a lot of people joining in on X or AKA Twitter, C3 Anthony. In fact, C3 Anthony. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Perfect timing because let's go to your call. What's up, C3? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Well, Anthony from Cincinnati right now. Hope y'all boys are having a good Sunday. Uh, We just won. Let's go. I tweeted out earlier today. Um, the Panthers would win. The spread was wrong. Um, but that's just no one No one listened to me because a lot of you guys don't really know how to bet. And that's, that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won. Bryce looked, pretty, Bryce looked pretty good. I mean, Dillon dropped a touchdown in the end zone. He made some great throws. The yardage isn't there, but that's because it's a, it's a rainy game. There's a lot of running the ball. But he played a really good, clean game. Um, glad we got the win. And, uh, yeah. Hope to see you boys soon on the Friday free fall. It's been fun here. Um, I've had fun myself if you checked out the chat. Yeah, it's been a good-ass weekend, uh, but I'm glad that uh, the Panthers won. And Derek Brown played amazing. The offensive line played solid. Bryce made a lot of plays with his legs and improvising, like throwing on the run and stuff. It was a great game. Glad we won. Anthony from Charlotte. Keep motherfucking pounding, boys. Uh, it's a nice celebration. It is a celebration. Uh, look at this. A lot of people. I like how a StreamYard's telling us that people are on X now. That's a new feature. Yeah, I man, think. they got the chat room and everything. Um, so wonderful stuff there. You guys go ahead, smash the thumbs up button. Consider subscribing to the show. We're here every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. 
the longest running Panthers podcast. Call in at 252-228-5098. I'll ask you guys a tough question. I know why we're here. We're celebrating. This um, game took every second to win. Literally every second of the game, it took the Carolina Panthers to pull this win out with just nine points. Had the Carolina Panthers not won this game, what do you think the story lines would have been? And I'll start off with this. Is today is the first time I really did look at the play calling and not like it. In the first half. Yeah, it's like to where I said, man, it felt like this is that it felt like we just couldn't do anything right. You couldn't call the passing play. At one point I saw CK in one of our chats say, you got to throw the ball or else they're just going to load up on these guys. And I felt, yeah, you're right, CK, except for you tried that two series earlier and everybody didn't work. Like you couldn't, when you tried to be aggressive, it wasn't working. When you tried to run the ball, it wasn't working. When it did work, you were anything that was good was from under center. And then we get on third and fourth down and shotgun, two shotgun runs again. And you're like, gosh, this team just go out there and grit out a win. And it felt like maybe there was adjustments in the second half that really helped this offense get to cooking. But what do you think we would be talking about had the Panthers lost this game, which was very real, almost could have happened. So we finally win, and we're going to spend more time talking about No, I mean, like, just think Uh, about that. He misses that kick, right? Think about that. Just say you missed the kick. Yeah, it would would be – I mean, but you know what, Tony? You're going to talk about play calling. Yeah, yeah, you're going to talk okay. about play calling, and you're going to talk about, again, this offense being so completely underwhelming. Um, and again, it's not like it changed much. Like our offense, we were running good today, but early on, you're right, the play calling was terrible. Our refusal to run the ball on third and fourth down, uh, it's like even when we do, we'll, we'll run it from shotgun. I know CK made a point on Twitter like how maddening it is, how much we run from shotgun, uh, I think that's a problem. I think th- just their overall play calling on short yardage downs right. has just been fucking abysmal all year. Also, uh, but yeah, good. I was gonna also add like even though it worked out, I am not a fan of the decision making at the end of the game. The decision to just kneel it down, you know, two yards out from the end zone. I didn't it, love it either. I, I didn't love the weather it. conditions. I didn't like the idea of just saying, I, know. I thought you, you could have just would, run a touchdown in. They I weren't moving the ball at all. I would have rather you run the ball. If they didn't make it great. If they fell back a, a yard or two from time to time. Great. You know, that's fine. We're still running the clock out, but I would much rather us uh, have put the game in the, our hands of Ritter in trying to win the game with a minute left in those conditions. than I would have, trying to make sure that there's nothing that goes wrong. I think that was just a bit of overconfidence in Tabor and his special team so, unit. It worked out. But. Look, I got I to disagree with you. One, because it did work out. And number two, you're not putting the ball back in the Falcons' hands at all. I hear what you're saying. Desmond Ritter hadn't been good, and it was raining and all that. But now, at, at this point, you're putting the ball on Pinero, and Pinero has been good. Uh, you're It's a – what was it, like a 10-yard – Field goal. It was like short. It was, He's missed an yeah, extra was, point, though. If we were it's tied, not just that. it's the it's the 
how many times did we see Ritter uh, mishandle the snap? Right, two yeah. times. Yeah. Right, but it's, a lot. It, and, but and how many times still. we saw we saw Bryce uh, lose the ball a little bit easier because that ball is a lot going to be a lot more slick. I think you offer a lot more things to potentially go wrong with a field goal than you did anything else. Uh, Parsons walking off after injuring his knee. It looks like I don't know also like a, again, you minimize the chance for a fumble. Uh, or an interception at that time. <laughs> I mean, I, again, and it, it worked out, man. So, uh, you know, Tabor got it his did, first win. It did. I mean, it's, uh, but I was nervous. I was sitting there going, man, it just stinks to put it all to one play. You know, I mean, is and and if it's not like they but were, it was like, but it was like, a, dude, it, Pinero had been good, and it was only like what a ten yard field goal, or maybe not yeah. even that. I know. Like, to right. me, to me, not, that was the, that was that was the 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 lowest a, risk in a normal scenario. I would agree with you, right? If it wasn't raining, a hundred percent, it was torrential downpour, yeah. right? That's where I thought that, that was a poor decision. Here, here, I'll even go about it this way. I would have been fine with kneeling it on the first down, maybe even the second down, but not even trying to run it on the third down to see if maybe after you've drawn that clock down to 30 seconds, like try to get a touchdown or something on that last one. Don't just kneel it. You know, that's all I'm saying is putting that it like, like Tony said, putting that game on one play when you had four opportunities is something that is, doesn't sit well with I me. Mean, right. It worked. But it did work. So. Play and you're taking the ball out of Atlanta's hand. Because if you do score fast, then you give the ball back to him. And we weren't, and we weren't, we also weren't very good on third and fourth down most of the game today. So it's not like I would trust that. I I would be, I would be more nervous going for it and trying to get the touchdown rather than doing what we did. See, I, I wouldn't. But I get. Look, is that hey? It makes sense. There is a real argument for why you do it. You get the clock down. You run the, you run the game out. Right. I mean, I get that, but it does come down to one play, one person. And you want to talk about a guy again, we could get in the argument. Imagine had he missed that kick. Would we say that would we be in the argument? Do kickers lose games or yeah. do they win games? Yes. Panera went they, out and won the game today. They he do won both. The game. They, they if win he would have missed it, I would have said he didn't lose the game for us. We should have ran the fucking ball into the end zone. So did he win the game? He won the game. But he wouldn't have lost the game. Correct. If you, if you, uh, uh, dude, you're a hypocrite. No, no, he always said that. Like, that's yeah. always been his argument. No, yeah. I know, I know he's always can... said that. I'm just saying, if you can win a game, you can lose a game, and vice versa. And I think that you can definitely lose a game for your team. Do you ask the Buffalo Bills? They lost a Super Bowl that way. All right. The numbers 252 228 50 98. Uh, let's go to. Looks like Alabama. AC3, this is AU Link. Come from North Alabama. I got an NFL Sunday ticket to the family. Watched the Patriots game. Most of it, all but the first quarter. That was Our defense is very legit. Granted, the Falcons aren't that much off of an offensive juggernaut, but good job on defense. I'm still waiting on Bryce Young to, you know, be that guy, but this is probably the best game I've seen him do, which is not saying much, but it is what it is. I'm still not saying he's a franchise quarterback until he proves it, but this is a better game, probably one of our best games. Dad, he didn't score a single offensive touchdown. 
But hey, a win's a win. This is showing that our DC Venero is legit. And he should be getting an interview. That's my money. I don't think he'll get the the job. They should dang um well get an interview because you're able to have a top tier defense when they're on the field for more than half the game. We're talking probably sixty percent of the game. That's amazing. Well, I'll see you guys later. We're watching podcast and uh, keep suffering or keep pounding. Yeah, I mean, this was uh, if this is if this season has been Chinese water torture, this is the moment the drip stopped for a little bit, right? Is yeah. like the drip on the on the top of the head that's been driving us crazy. That is this season. We got one moment of respite as this team inched ahead by kicking three field goals, an old John Fox type of win. Against the team, the best thing about this is making the, the Falcons lost to a 1-12 team that couldn't score a touchdown. They lost to that team. So their day's miserable. We are getting a moment of respite from the Chinese water torture. And then I got this question. I saw this when it came. It looked like it said, uh, Josh Wood said, crazy how negative fans can be even winning. Shake him head our fan base is wild i was wondering when he said that i'm trying to figure out is he talking because we are debating if we like the idea to kneel or if there's some other things but let's turn it to this the caller said hey bryce young's best day as a panther now remembering that this is very difficult conditions for a quarterback to thrive in 18 for 24, 167 yards. So not the most prolific day, but got pretty precise in the second half. Let's turn it over to Bryce young here. What did Bryce young do well today? And, um, and I'm not saying that facetiously, or in a snarky way, what I mean by that is let's take this moment to see what we saw from Bryce Young because those six incompletions or yeah, they must have all come in the first half, too. They did, dude. It was those yeah. that first drive or that second. It was that it was there was a few that he had overthrown. There was one that was a miscommunication uh, with uh Mingo where he went to the sideline and all set of up the field. I think what he did right today. Uh, was exactly what I mentioned a minute ago. He stopped throwing to college open receivers and started throwing to NFL open receivers. Yeah, yeah, a great play there. You've got tight windows. I think we've been wanting Bryce. Some of these plays that have maybe been misses, it feels like he is waiting for them to be college open as we've used that terminology, still having trouble connecting deep at times, it feels yeah. like. That's some but, wild overthrows now on his film, and they're pretty consistent. He, um, I think what you're hoping to see that as this second half unfolded, as the Carolina Panthers get this win today, really I think much of Bryce Young's struggles on what he can control. Of course, we're going to talk about the wide receivers not being good. We're going to talk about the offensive line. But he can control some things in his universe. 
And one of the things I think that's probably been the biggest detriment is a lack of confidence um, encountering challenge that he has never faced at a level he's never faced. Not only, of course, he's always been the small guy playing against big, fast people, but at the same time, this is an adversity that has, we, I think, has caused shook his mojo man got him with the yips and if anything hopefully these drives down the stretch if the panthers if he can come out and play well next week maybe we could see yeah. him build some confidence that yeah. might be the most important thing that can happen all season long as we go forward is trying to reestablish reestablish some mojo for this dude we need to see him stack a couple 100 percent and listen, people, people I don't even need another league. win. I just want I mean, I, him to come out. A good performance. We yeah. want another performance where he continues to grow and kind of look better like we thought he was doing at the start of the season. And look, everybody just says I'm a Bryce Young hater. Maybe not everybody. Twitter says I am. Uh, I don't. I'm just being honest. I don't think today, if you're a Bryce Young doubter, I don't think this changed your mind about anything. There were no deep, deep shots, really. And even the stuff that he did connect on was a lot of underneath. But at the same time, you have to give him credit for being clutch at the end of the game when it mattered the most. When you needed a drive to get the ball to go down, your defense takes a ball takes the ball away after Ritter throws the dumbest interception ever. We get the ball back and we're able to march downfield. Uh, he stayed poised, stayed inside the pocket. How about this? I feel like today he did a great job of evading pressure. I know he still got hit a few times, but you did see some of that Alabama film stuff that he would do where he's, he's nimble enough just to make you miss, reset his feet, and throw the ball and get the ball out of his hands. And I think he did that well today. Um, and again, I'll say this, Bryce Young is tough as fuck, man. I don't care you know, how you know tall he is, how much he weighs. That dude gets hit. He bounces right back up, and he's out there to go play football, man. So... I want to stack a few more of these. I still want to see some more downfield shots. I still want to see some more poise before a snap. But overall, this was a good step in the right direction, I think. And I think that's a fair evaluation. Absolutely. Uh, 252-228-5098. Let's go to Chuck from Elizabeth City. There was just some, uh, hey, guys. It's Chuck from Elizabeth City. i tell you what. The community you guys have, as bad as this team has been, you kept it together and you need to be commended. Thank you, brother. You know, it's been a hard season and it's tough to see all the great players we've had and what this team has become and, and everybody's on Tepper. I don't think Tepper deliberately wanted to do this and go wrong and try to buy his way out of something and didn't. But focus for today, it was ugly. We got a struggling offense, but hats off to that defense. We dominated, well, I say dominated, we won a time of possession, first downs, yardage, turnovers. We won nine to seven and still could have blown it. But give Bryce Young and that offense credit, 95-yard drive, 93-yard drive, whatever it was, to get the game-winning field goal. But I just got to say, guys, regardless of how ugly it was to win, 
no matter how far we got to go, it's a win. But put a smile on your face because people in Atlanta, <laughs> you got to be crying. Oh, oh I'm and telling it's you. always good. Because remember one year we were 15 and one went to the Super Bowl and Denver shot our dreams to hell. That one lone regular season loss was at Atlanta by seven in Atlanta. They ruined our perfect season. So it's, it's good to kind of put it in their face. Yeah, I hate. They're my most hated team out of anybody or the, the worst the worst fans that i think i could express or some of the some of the worst fans i've ever met are falcons fans i should put it that way oh, yeah. i'm not going to overly uh over i'm going to say i'm not going to make overarching statements saying it's all falcons fans but the ones that i know are some of the worst uh we've got some good super chat some awesome fans celebrating this victory with the yeah, c3 hey. panthers post game who do we got to give some shout outs to right now well, uh, CK, you want to welcome a new member? And let me sure. warn you, it's a doozy. Oh, okay, <laughs> we're going to try it. It's a doozy. I'm going to throw you through a whirlwind. You ready for this? Oh, God. Prepare yourself. Oh, I got this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we have, have a new member, Barack Monfils has decided to join the C3 Super Fan Club. For $1.99, he said, I want to be able to support this channel while at the same time joining this elite club. Welcome to the C3 Super Fan Club. Barack yeah. Monfils well, Evangelista. Yes, her. He's, uh, he's a proud, uh, I, I believe he's in uh, Houston with the Roaring Riot. That's oh, awesome, man. man. Thank yeah, you for man. the support. For $1.99, you can be a C3 Super Fan. It helps us continue to grow. We just recently shipped out a Bryce Young jersey to the Mega Mango winner, which I'm going to bring back bad, bad Mango next. Bad Bingo, Mr. Strats, yes, angel sir. investor. Mr. Strats with the $2 says, who gets the game ball today, Chuba, our D, or Eddie? Man, a lot of good ones that we can pick today. Yeah, but for me, do. it's Panero. It's got, look, I mean, he's, all the points scored were on his foot. I'm giving <laughs> I mean, him the hey, game ball. You're, you're not wrong. You would not be wrong. Eric, with the $2, says the Falcons were no match for our all-black jerseys, baby. Let's go. Dude, is this not more evidence for why we need to adopt the black helmet as the official helmet of the Carolina Panthers, dude? Come on. It looks so good with everything that we do. That's the one, man. We look so dope, so slick in the all-blacks. I, I wish we would do it way more often than we did, man. Uh, but you know what? We'll probably get that before we get uh, consistency in the organization. So. No doubt. Uh, today, again, the Panthers win 9-7 to seven as they continue to frustrate the Falcons' hopes uh, to win anything in this division, or as they, not once they continue, as they frustrated. The Carolina Panthers have had two wins, and every win that it is that they've had this season – and this is a sign of a bad team is that it's taken every ounce, every second, both the Texans game and this game today came down to a final drive to win the game where we get to talk about Bryce Young and really what we believed or were, I guess, maybe some of us why we have been maybe underwhelmed by Bryce's rookie season 
I'll put it that way, by his rookie season, not by him necessarily, but by his wow. rookie season. But this was the the kind of it factor that we were so hoping that separated Bryce from some of these other players is that it might not be his physicality. Certainly he has the mental acumen, but there was a clutch gene that we kind of – or at least I thought was a big part of the selling point of Bryce Young. This team could have won more games, though, had they had yeah. any competent form of an offense. This right. offense sucks, dude. Dude, sucks is an understatement, man. It's one of the worst I've ever seen. Uh, and then last but not least, we had AU Link with two love bombs of $2 each. Uh, he says, Young did not lose the game, but he did not win it. And I think that's a fair statement. And that's what I was saying earlier, CK, when I said that Bryce isn't the story of this game. Yes, Bryce was a part of it, and he definitely played a part in our victory. But to me, like, it, you know, it's not like four touchdowns, 400 yards. It, it was it was a good performance that helped this team win. My, and I, my, I, I my, argument, my argument always is this, right? If your position would be different in a couple of ways, right? So if Eddie Pinheiro missed a 40 yard field goal, he lost the game, right? Even if he scored three field goals before that, like he, he did everything. He did his job for the majority of the day, but because he didn't win the game at the end of the game, he lost the game, right? That's what your belief would be. Right, right. Yeah, but also so, you would say the same thing of a quarterback who throws the last second interception, but through five lost, Right, right. That's what I'm saying. My point being is the opposite would also, in fact, have to be true, right? So if Bryce Young, the final drive of the game from his uh, from his own 13 yard line in that in the rain is six for six on uh, over 60 yards, I mean you've got to listen. This dude was making dime throws. That that throw to Chark was on that last drive. Like that beautiful throw that everybody's talking about is the best of his career. That was on that last drive. So as I understand your position, we moved down the field because of Bryce Young. We did. We moved down the field because of the entire offense and Bryce Young putting the ball where it needs to be. I also don't think there were dimes, but he did what he needed to do, man. I'm not shitting on him. Just saying the last comment was fair. And then Andrew Link says our uniforms look the best I've ever seen. 100% 100% agree, man. When the Panthers, uh, bro, when we're dressed to the nines, we got the coldest colors, the coldest uniforms in the NFL. I can see both people's points. I think, you know, there's obviously more than one storyline to a game. Sure. This defense, though, um, and, and, you know, to credit, not only should we credit the defense, but in some ways you should probably talk about how bad the Falcons played and how few plays they had. Yeah. And really this game was over at like three forty. It was, uh, it went by and, and, and obviously because of the weather conditions, you expect that clock to keep ticking a lot. Um, that defense fortunately put the ball back in the Carolina Panthers hands before the Falcons could go and put more points up. And, you know, and thankfully so, is if they go down there, if they kick a field goal, uh, you're not winning with a field goal, right? And you're going to have to get in the end zone. And and so it did. It took great special teams plays. It took every single part of this team had to perform to get this win. 
Um, and this is really, to me, guys, The I was thinking about this, and I know it just sounds like, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I don't think, it just shows you how a few things in life can go one way or another, and it dictates such big terms. You know, you get a couple of games like this. If the Panthers were able to win five or six games in this fashion, Frank Wright arguably still has a job, you know, and you're like, and you're optimistic about the future, maybe not happy about the performances necessarily. But I said, this is this team was not talented enough to think that they're just going to go win. They're going to have to scratch claw bite. Yeah. Throw sand in your face, play dirty or whatever it may be, because you're always outmatched. And this is a great example of it to get their second win. It took a defense that held this other team to like no offense under two, well, basically 200 yards of offense. You had um, a last minute drive where your rookie quarterback was precise, was perfect, gets you down the field, and your kicker on special teams had to get the thing done. All three sides of the ball were on. Their fingerprints are all over this. Dude, how, how about this? I can't believe we've made it almost an hour into the pod and haven't mentioned this. Why have we not played Smith Marset for as long as we've had the dude? Dude. Uh, what was it? I, I always mess up his name, like Elir Smith Marset, something like that. Dude, the guy's dynamic. I mean, I'm not saying that he's incredible, but he's a speedster on our team that we've been in such desperate need of. You went out and, tra- and got him. Like, why are we just now seeing this dude? Like, make Can't. him a part of the offense, man. There are creative things that you can do with him uh, up the sideline, uh, doing in jet sweeps and motions. Like, it's like incompetence, man. That's why it's hard to defend I'll, Frank Wright and Thomas Brown in those scenarios. I think there's one other conversation we need to have if we're going to talk about wide receivers. We were only four wide receivers deep today. That was it. That's all they had active. They had yeah, TMJ, TMJ was like, yeah, they, they a didn't. healthy scratch. Dude, Which, uh, you, Mike you, K wrote a story about it on the Charlotte Observer. Do you know how bad um, it is to go into a game with only four wide receivers active? Um, you know, I was thinking about this, and and I think Tabor addressed this when Mike K asked him about like why TMJ has been a healthy scratch. And I wonder how much of that has to do with problems on other position groups where you just have to, where you go, look, is we got to have men that are going to play guard, even if they stink. Today, we had a guy I didn't even know was on the team in Thurman at defensive tackle or whatever, or when he was playing, whoever that guy is on defense. I've never even heard of this dude. And then who was this right guard? Never heard of this guy either. Was it Gabe Jackson? Who the fuck is that? That's the guy that we picked up from uh, Seattle, right? Or he used to be on Seattle. He's he's played another uh, a number of snaps for them. But yeah, I mean, and again, Chuba had a great day running the football. He was good, man. Chuba continues to be good, fighting for that third down. Like, bro, are y'all putting respect on Chuba Hubbard's name yet? Come on, you need to if you haven't. It, it, dude, Chuba Hubbard is the man. He's gotten better and better. He's running strong. 
He just hands down running back one on the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I don't, it's not even an argument anymore. It's not at this even point. close. It's not even close. Uh, and, and every time, you know, Miles had some plays, but for the most part, if every time he got the he got the call, man, he was loss of four yards, loss of six yards. Yeah, he was six carries for two which, yards today, Miles Sanders. By, by the way, when he was in and he was losing, that wasn't necessarily all on him. He seems to have a hard time identifying the correct uh, gap to fill. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it, 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 that that offensive line was letting a lot of uh, vertical penetration uh, and, and that dropped them in the backfield. You'd have to have a pretty bad, uh, uh, you know, defensive player has to blow up the play pretty good to lose four yards on a run play. Well, and it's a lot easier when that run play starts four yards behind the line of scrimmage uh, yeah, rather absolutely. than turning the ball and moving it so much quicker, giving them a head start. Now, really, look, is the first play of the, I guess, uh, of the our offensive first offensive drive out of the under center right out the gate you go under center you go hand off to the left side chuba and he picks up eight yards or something like that on the first carry and then somehow you go three and out there or whatever or whatever it is you get the third down fourth down on one third and fourth down and one and you're in shotgun running it i think can't stand the shotgun runs man it's i think in the nfl it's it's harder for the defense to see which side you're going to when you run up from under center so it's like they even if they know it just feels like it's an important part of the game we have had success with it the power run attack that people want to talk about from last year that comes with that type of setup and Bryce Young has shown that he can do it. I don't know why they are the proclivity. Even if you want to pass the ball, why don't you have Bryce pass out of from under center? What's so wrong with th- that? They've had success. This team, again, like, uh, yes, we're celebrating a win here, but our top receiver on the day had 43 yards, Adam Thielen. The one catch from DJ Shark was miraculous. Tommy Tremble with two catches for 32 yards. Mingo, four for 32. This offense did absolutely nothing in this game until they got down. And that's where I guess CK, I was looking, I was like, oh, Jesus. If this team, if they miss this kick. Oh, no, dude. I was worried. I'm still with you. I was was afraid, man. I was afraid. I just don't think, I think you had, it's a no lose situation. If you run the, if you kneel it down on first down, kneel it down on second down, run it on the third down and actually try to get a touchdown. Uh, and then even if that doesn't work, you're running the clock down. I mean, you were, you were already down to like 30 seconds by that point. Um, and it's if you not like touchdown. you're playing Aaron Rodgers or right, Mahomes right. or somebody. You, had, where you, you were you down don't... by a point. You had to kick a field goal. I'm not saying not kick a no, field goal. I'm saying you should have we were, tried we were to score on the, the touchdown earlier. I would we have tried to just the, punch it in the end zone, go up where they have to go down and score. Right. We were on the two-yard line with first down, right? And we had, went into the two-minute warning, um, or we were past the two-minute warning. Um, they had no timeouts left. There was like a minute and a half left. And so my argument is you kneel it for the first two. On third down, you try to run it and try to actually get a touchdown. If that doesn't work, you kick the field goal. 
Right. I would have ran it straight from the first one trying to get the touchdown, dude. Leaving a minute and a half on the team on the clock, I I understand why that would cause some anxiety, right? Um, but yeah, I just don't want to chance it, especially knowing it's a division rival. It's like we always play each other close. You know, some shenanigans is bound to happen. I love the way we went about it. Okay. Get the get, get the win. Get the now, win. That's all that matters. We're able to celebrate a little today because of it. Can I tell you this? I think Tabor coached his ass off today. Yeah. Like when yeah. you think about everybody was like talking about that timeout at the end of the first quarter or something like that. Um, but he was like, listen, we're punting the ball. Um, the wind is blowing pretty hard. We're gonna punt it in that direction, right? Um, you that's know, why I called a timeout yeah, uh, he, in the so first the, half. Because the wind was blowing hard, and if they would have waited, then that ball wouldn't have gone. Maybe the it would have gone about ten or fifteen yards shorter because of the wind. Because uh, when you when because we were one second away from the first uh, from ending the first quarter, and if we went to the second quarter, we're flipping sides. Okay, um, so he did that. He also did it when we were kicking when we were actually kicking off after a score, um, and the wind was blowing in our face. He brought out uh, Gruget Hill to actually kick the uh, the the the. Why is that? Kickoff. What the hell is that about? So you the- could do a low low line drive kick. This is the, the, he kicked. He coached his ass off, by the way. Just to, to tell you this, so he brought him in, let him kick the low line drive at squib kick, kick it most likely to somebody who's not Cordero Patterson, right? Um, and it allows you to have eleven defenders on the field, um, instead of ten defenders and uh, Eddie okay. Pinheiro. Okay. Interesting. It was uh, so that is the strategy yeah. um, that was being employed is that. Um, and you know what? Do you get kudos to him? Like you said, his tip of the cap is again, not only think about this is what I was saying. It took every single part of this team to contribute to get nine points and their second win of the season. That includes a game winning field goal by Eddie Panera. It includes a late turnover caused by the defense. It includes a uh, long drive that is was orchestrated by Bryce Young, but that win also includes a coaching staff that made some important decisions throughout the game. And regardless of just how I or CK feel about like how they kneel and stuff like that, um, it's not a complaint. It's just a discussion. If anything, is that it? Even I was afraid. Took, it took them, the coaches, doing everything in their power to to put this team. That's how bad this season is. Think about that. Is we have had that tells you how the margin of error error has been for this Carolina Panthers team. There is no margin for error. You have to do all of these things to get nine points and a win. That's what it took, right? That's a Herculean effort to not uh, even score a fucking touchdown. I mean, you are, either, though. it's wild to me that this yeah. is so difficult for this team. You know, is that that's what it's it's just bananas to me that this team is really that bad, but they are able to eke out a win over a division rival and ruin their day. And you know what we got to do? We got to let G baby get in here and talk about his boy, Bryce Young. Hey, here we go. Hey, hey, you 
bring your bitch ass over here so I can slap the shit out you. <laughs> Come over here so I can slap the shit out you, nigga. <laughs> you ain't you you ain't invited to the fucking cookout, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, nigga, all that shit you wanted to come on with free for all and talk, and, and talk that hot trash garbage shitting on the fucking truth because it's a quarterback. We can't win again because it's because because it's a quarterback. Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. Shut your bitch ass up, nigga. Ever come at my nigga like that again, motherfucker? Fuck is wrong so with you, nigga. over the top. Nigga, he didn't even score a touchdown, like G, baby. Boy. Okay, it's Kumbaya, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we got that fucking win, motherfuckers. B.Y., the truth played impeccable today. Oh, come hey, on, hey, dude. Like, what, was that you was what you gonna do, G, baby, when, when, when B.Y. has to go to the Bank of America to play the Dirty Falcons and implement weather? He didn't have the arm strength. Blah, blah, blah. blah it sounds like blah. a South Park character. What y'all gonna do when Bryce Young pulls out a couple more wins on the season, motherfuckers? <laughs> Don't you ever talk hey, about Bryce Young. Oh, he's a butt. He's a butt. Hall of Famer. Get the fuck out of here. Like I said, continue to build the offensive line and get the man weapons. Hey, Jonathan Mingo, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Looking like a dog today. And you know what? I don't like to bring up injuries. Tank Dell's nice. But I like I said, he's little as hell and I'm not we know what Bryce is, but Tank Dell playing the wide receiver position, he weighs like what, one sixty? Injuries are going to happen when you got Jonathan Mingo, 6'2", 6'3", 225. Let him develop. Give him another offseason. Jonathan Mingo is going to be just fine. We just got to let's bring in some more weapons, some, uh, surround Bryce with weapons, and we're going to be fine going into next season. If Bryce can, Bryce, I need you to give me a couple more games just like this to end the season. Like, cool. You know who the fuck it is. And a lot of you bitch-ass niggas make me sick. My white Italian bro. You know what the fuck it is? We beat the fuck out of the Falcons. Let's go. All right. You know who the fuck it is? It's G-Baby and I'll be back. I love you, G-Baby. You can check out. Uh, we have two listener shirts available on CarolinaCatChronicles.com. G-Baby, you make me effing sick has his T-shirt up there. Look, um, I first I want to uh, be happy and excited that Panther fans have a moment to celebrate a win, right? You can hear the excitement in G-Baby. You could hear the excitement uh, in D from Sanford earlier. You could hear the excitement from Panther fans, maybe relief in some cases. I think, though, this is exactly where when you said for a moment, we don't, we're not going to argue about Bryce young or something we said earlier, something like maybe today is the one day we don't have this conversation with weather, all of this. And then he contributes to the win. I think it's that type of reaction. That's then going to fuel people on the other end. And that is dude, impeccable. Um, like don't ever talk about this guy again. 
Might as well have said, put him in the Hall of Fame there for 167 yards and no touchdowns. Now, I think he played fine. And the condition, I think, look, these are difficult conditions. He did what it took to win. But I don't think today by any means makes our feelings so much more concrete. He didn't throw a touchdown. He didn't have a touchdown. He did throw a touchdown. No, No, let's be real. He did throw a touchdown. Which one? Adam Thielen dropped it. Okay. Well, let's say he did. Like, none of that. Dude, see, people make me into a hater, bro. I try and be fair. I feel like I am being fair about Bryce. He played a good game today. Did not play bad. But, okay, he didn't. Uh, the the conversation around the free for all sparked by Cam Newton was the difference between game managers right. and game changers. To this point, Bryce Young has done nothing to show that he's anything other than a game manager. And by the way, sure. game managers can be successful, right? But we have not seen anything to wow us from Bryce Young, and that didn't take place today. Did he have a good drive? Yes. Would I like to see those more consistently? Yes. He played a good football game, but G Baby's saying he was immaculate or whatever the impeccable. fuck. Impeccable. Yeah, impeccable. He said, don't Come ever on, talk dude. about him again. Again. And this is where I, I, I caution the Bryce Young. I did this after the Houston win yeah. uh, against the Texans. I say, don't, don't kick it up a notch because of this. Right, we're still only two win team, and and Bryce Young, like right. you said, he didn't. He's still not. He still can't surpass a two touchdown game. Right, he hasn't up to this point. And while my opinion may be that there's contributing factors to that beyond just Bryce Young, um, he hasn't done it. And so there is that argument. Like Bryce Young wouldn't be putting, or uh, Cam Newton wouldn't be putting Bryce Young into the game changer category. I don't think that he, no. he would put him into the game changing category at any point during his career. No. We're just hoping that he can be an elite game manager. I think that's most people's belief and what he's going to be is a, an elite game manager. Uh, that's what we hope, right? He's not shown that up to this point, but that's what we were hoping. Or I don't think you anybody want him to become we like good. Tom Brady, essentially. That's, which that's is what I'm saying. Like, he was an elite game manager. Yeah, that became that his clutch gene made him a game changer. Right. Right, is that that's the thing is Brady – just won so much and that was the clutch and that's what you hope that's why i would actually i mean i would call him i think you're right elite game manager when it comes to skill set but his one superpower was winning and clutchness and that's what you want to see with the psychopath of bryce young who has can look up at the clock and smile when there's one minute left and he's got to go 95 yards that is that clutch gene that you're hoping for. And so that is great that you've seen Bryce lead these late drives, but this is political discourse, man. This is to the point where you're saying this is that because people have been so hyperbolic in their criticism, you're now hyperbolic in your celebration of it, where at the end of the day is that this is the over celebrating small victories. Right. And this is and you know what you get. And I understand why people are doing it, because they faced an onslaught of what they feel like are people doing the opposite. So um, you're right is look is 
all we wanted was this team to get better from week to week. I think if this team, like if we could have just seen some incremental progress like this from week five to now, I don't even care if our win loss record is much different. I think I would feel better right. about the team, but it has felt like regression. Hopefully today you kind of have uh, held off the barbarians for a moment and maybe you can regroup and find a little pride at the end of the season. It looked like these guys were playing hard out there. I mean, not look like they were playing hard and uh, we would like to see them continue to build on their success successes or at least just this victory let's go to the next call the numbers 252-228-5098 what's up it's a good day in carolina nation keep pounding keep pounding uh, fucking up the atlanta falcons yes sir but uh i will say this bryce young didn't show what he should have uh, there was a few uh, calls that saved them, but the running game, my God, why did they not do that so many more times before? And please take out Miles Sanders. This is Raleigh Lee, and I will say, Miles Sanders, go stick it. To another team. Thank you, Panthers. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Nice stuff there. You guys have mentioned this earlier in the show that without doubt, a doubt, Chuba Hubbard is the running back one, the most argue that I would say just the best offensive player right now. Him and maybe Adam Thielen, you could say together. The tough part about this is what do you do next year? right, is that you've paid Miles Sanders. You're going to have to just keep him, um, even if you don't want to play him a ton. When do we but have to now Chuba? you have to – I think we got to sign Ch- – I think Chuba's going to be a free agent this year. No, I think – is no, because – well, you might be right. No, no, it's it's not this year. Uh, this, this is his third year, so next year is his last year. Well, he was uh, – well, how long, how long do you get a third-round – Fifth round, four yards, or four years, four years, four. Is I'm it that sure, right? Or is those? it a three year? And you might be right. It I might think be a three it gets, year. Yeah. So I'm wondering if we're gonna have to look to see, and then you're like, oh god, what do you do? You know, uh, what do you do? He is not a, I believe, 2025. He's a free agent. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be watching that. We'll need to watch what the Carolina Panthers are gonna do. As they continue yeah, to retool 2025. This, as they continue to retool this offense, Chuba Hubbard, though, uh, trying to make um, really something out of this season. And I think you've seen him from some of the mic'd up stuff is that this guy's out there. Look, when he doesn't get these some of these conversions early on, actually, I think he was in on that fourth down play and he didn't get it. He looked so frustrated and mad. And you wanted to say, look, dude, that wasn't your fault at all. But um, that is what, uh, look, Chuba Hubbard probably going to get um, a David Dotto ball out award today from somebody. Let's go to the next call. Woo! 
rewind. Suck it. I said it on free for all. I wanted to see more progress. I wanted to see more rushing, less shots. I wanted to see those wide receivers making catches, albeit, uh, ironically, Thielen kind of didn't make a catch from, I don't know, like five, six yards out and then to get a touchdown. But other than that, <clears throat> I wanted to see the defense, our defense steal some, some, uh, turnovers. I wanted to see progress. We saw progress. That's what I'm, I like to see. I think we all like to see it. In the end, they came together as a team. Uh, we need to, here's the thing though. We need to find a red zone solution because field goals are not yeah. sustainable in the long run. Sure, we got to win today, but I would have liked to see at least a touchdown. So I think we might get, an, we could see another win or two at the end here, especially with the Saints Bucks going back and forth for a playoff spot. And mm-hmm. we have seen and we know that uh, Baker Mayfield does kind of choke toward the end when it, when he's, you know, when it matters the most. So we could see a win uh, against the Bucks and possibly a win next week uh, against Green Bay and kick them out of the playoffs. But we need to get some touchdowns. I need to see some red zone conversions. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. He pounded. Great Fuck. call. Great we call did. from a great listener. We need a Mike Tolbert, dude. You mean like a, you mean, oh, yeah, like a Dante Foreman? A bulldozer, yeah, the fullback. The bowling ball. The dude you put in there on the third and one, and you know that he's going to be able to get that extra yard or two. Like, just because nobody's going to be able to stop that dude when he gets once he starts running downhill. Not fast, but powerful. Yeah, is I'm glad to see, look, it's a little bit of incremental growth for most parts of this team, most players on this team. And to me, one of the most exciting, or actually another tough question, you know who's been quietly a pretty decent player this season is YGM when he's out there and he's been out there. Um, How long do you, is YGM, did people maybe write him off too soon? I think we get one more year with him, right? Or was he in the Derrick Brown year? And is this... No, you probably get one more year. YGM, YGM yeah. was in uh, Derrick Brown's year, but he was the second round pick. So um, he will be. He is in, two thousand, I believe, two thousand twenty-four. Hang on, I'm almost there. Uh, yes, he's a free agent. And he's a free agent in twenty twenty-four. Okay, so um we're gonna have to make a decision on him to see how he's gonna fit in on this team or if he does fit in but you got to give him some credit i think he's been playing decently throughout the season let's go back to the calls thank you for your support go ahead and subscribe smash the thumbs up button check us out on spotify uh google uh music or play or wherever you get your google podcast i guess it is itunes wherever you get your podcast you can download and listen to the c3 panthers podcast which is live on tuesday nights at 9 p.m you can catch our post game shows and some of our other content as we continue with the longest running panthers podcast on the internet 11 c years now as we are entering our 11th year let's go to another call Bryce Young, baby, Bryce Young. So good to see him win. So glad to see Bryce and McCown and Staley out. It was clearly a toxic environment. Didn't even have the right personnel on the field ever. 
It was it was great to see. Great complimentary football this week. Love to see the defense get turnovers. Love to see Bryce complete five out of five to win a game out of his own end zone. I'm just happy for him. And how about Marset? I'm so glad we got somebody with some speed, finally. Marset, Chuba, keep Miles Sanders off the field. That guy is terrible. Uh, but And we got protection today, too. They protected him for once, and look what he did. He completed passes in the clutch. You can talk a lot of shit about Bryce, but when the game's on the line, Bryce locks in, and he is delivered in both of the instances. I love to see it. Love to see the show. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you for the support. It is nice to see Bryce lock in. That, again, is the trait that you hope makes him more than a game manager that can make him a uh, franchise quarterback and elite right. player in this league is that really is going to be a big part of it is a lot of these guys throughout the NFL. A lot of these guys are physically gifted and talented. I mean, but it is being able to win these games that matter. And look, the Panthers have been close in a bunch of games this season, even though they don't deserve to win if they would have, or didn't deserve to win some of many of those games if they could have pulled off a couple of different wins this season, the taste, the flavor of this meal would be a lot more palatable. We would be and, much more optimistic about our future if we had rallied up a few more W's. And we still have a chance to. Yeah. I mean, hey, we, we won today. I mean, we might, you know, fuck around and want, beat the Saints or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, but right now, it, we've just been so dead. And today, this offense didn't really look that much different than anything that we've seen. It was basically I, I vir- virtually identical um, to what we've seen all year. It was the same in the Texans game, too. We just had the Lady Luck swing our way, and that's good. Um, I, I still think we have a lot of questions about this football team, but a victory is a victory against a I division think, rival, man. I think, too... And this has been the hard part about this Chinese torture that is water torture, which we have been calling the 2023 season. But those are if you could have gritted out some of those and had Lady Luck go your way a couple of times earlier, I think that luck makes good luck makes more good luck in a way you could. And really what I want to see, I think the thing that I have been concerned with is we've seen. Uh, Bryce Young struggle in the past five or six weeks is really worrying about his confidence, his psyche going forward. And if he can, I feel like some of this is kind of just shaking off the ick a little bit. It's like, it's just like, I can't, it's like nothing is going right. I can't hit a deep ball. I'm not a bad deep ball passer. I made the right, when I make the right read, I make a bad throw. When I uh, make a good throw, the wide receivers being an idiot. When I, you know, am ready to make a big play and change the game. Our offensive line sucks. Nothing has gone right. If we could just, I just like to see Bryce Young play with cool confidence that I think he has a swagger that I'm cool. I don't got to let you know I'm cool, but he's just got to get rolling. And if so be it, if, 18 for 24, 167 yards is the thing that starts that process. 
if that can turn into a 200-yard game next week with two touchdowns, then all of a sudden you might get a dangerous Bryce, see that dangerous Bryce Young. That's what I want to see. Him regain his mojo. Let's go to the next call. Bryce Young, baby. Bryce Young. So good to see him win. So glad to see Bryce and McCown and Staley out. Um, we just heard this clearly... one, right? Yeah, that's the one we just heard. Let's see. Woo! Good old sweet Carolina. Woo! We won. Hey, what's up, Noah? We're still, you know, we don't have the best record, but at least I take the win. I feel like um, on the offensive side of the ball, um, we executed. I feel like it should have been some plays that, you know, that we could have fixed up a little bit better. But we executed on both sides of the ball. We got the win, and I'm just happy. Um, I'm happy we beat a divisional opponent. And, yeah, I hope, I'm happy. Sweet Carolina. Woo! That's the next generation. And, yeah. Look, we need more Noahs out there as we continue to build the Carolina Panthers, um, you know, community. Not that we're doing it, but as the just as the team is growing that culture. We are, yeah, we are. generational. We are. I tell you, this is I'm sure Noah was hungry for a W. And you know, in four weeks, we won't go and we won't. I won't care how we won this game. It'll just be a win in the rear view. So if it's ugly, if we win games ugly like this in two years, we're not going to be like, oh, I mean, that fourth game we won, uh, you know, like we could. A W is a W. Yes, it is. This team, though, this offense, you cannot get W's with an offense like this. You're not going to get this is they are two and four between literally two wins and very far between those two wins. You have to be able to score points. And this team has not generated. This has been the worst offense. It is bad. I think the 2010 offense was wor- was worse. I know that sounds wild to say, but this team just has been a bad. Yeah. The offense has to be one of the worst ever. And by the way, shout out to Noah for sticking around, for being a young man who says, you know what, even though these Panthers do nothing but lose, bro, I'm going to continue to support the squad, and I'm going to continue to support the C3 podcast, man. Shout out to Noah, big dog. What's up, bro? Um, The Buffalo Bills are up 14 to 3. Uh, What other score updates? It looks like the Rams are ahead of the Commanders. I don't know what Uh, else. They just kicked the field goal. It's 13 to Sure. Well, I, I, they didn't show if they made it or not. Okay. So, uh, oh, and the San Francisco 49ers are beating the Arizona Cardinals 21 to 13. Let's go to Joey, the Blind Panther. Joey. Hey, guys. It's the growl that makes them howl, a.k.a. Joey, the Blind Panther. What? We won? Yeah, we did. And a game where I... I was absolutely dreading. I was thinking about going, but decided not to do that because of the awful weather and, you know, me having hearing devices that can't get wet. So I did decided not to actually go. 
uh, was dreading watching it because our receivers drop passes on nice days, usually. So, uh, I, you know, thinking, oh God, slippery footballs, slippery field, rainy day, drop passes, uh, not good, but, uh, end up getting up around 3.30 with like some time ago in the fourth quarter, end up watching it. And, you know, the rest is history. The Panthers end up winning, beating the Falcons. It feels so good to knock Atlanta out of the division. Yes, it does. It just feels so good. The Bucks Mm -hmm. and the Saints won. They're tied in first place. Atlanta lost to us. You know, we're making them eat shit because I always told my buddy, cats eat birds. Always remember. But, uh, yeah, when you see these types of games from Bryce Young, it makes you question, like, you know, like Bryce Young has games like he had in, in previous weeks where he's just, like, you know, dead in the water. But, you know, he has games like this where he plays decent, and then you're wondering, this guy could show flashes. This guy occasionally has things that you, that you could use to build on, like, I think we need to stick around with Bryce Young. I think it's too early to uh, determine what Bryce Young is and isn't. We still have to uh, stick and we still have to uh, develop him as an NFL quarterback. Anyway, guys. Wow, wow, wow. Look, man, shout out to Joey. I'm not that much of a party pooper, bro. If you felt like you saw something great from Bryce today, I'm happy. I hope you're right. I think that, you know, it was a good performance. We're moving in the right direction. Um, I'm happy that we got a W, man. I'm happy that we get to celebrate one. Yeah. I mean, we're at least just not steep in the misery of a loss. Like, to me, I am having trouble ultimately celebrating and being happy here, right? I mean, I'm trying to remind myself that the weather conditions were going to make this a yucky game no matter what. Um, I'm trying to think, man. But, like, you look at that first half, and it's just punt, 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 punt. Like, no, nothing's going on. And I think, like, again, I'm not, like, walking away from here going, you know what, everything's settled uh, for Bryce Young. But I think today is one of those games where I don't think you really can find anything negative in your evaluation about him because of the weather. So, like, I think anything he did good today, I'm ready to put in the category of support. Anything that went bad for him, whether it's some missed throws or whatever it may be, I'm actually going to just block them out It's like, objection your honor and then you say this you say the witness box disregard what you heard because the weather was so atrocious i would say this is the best i mean the fact that he went 18 for 24 after that first half i think is amazing oh absolutely and tony we might need to uh, brush off debate my take because this 2010 versus 2023 has become like an interesting one where people are on the divide of which team was worse, right? Uh, me and you might need to do one. And then uh-huh. uh, our, our guy, AU Link, comes back in. 
uh, with the five dollars says I think this year is worse due to how little draft capital we have and the state of the front office, right? Which is what I've said. Uh, I'm happy for our incredible defense. Um, I Do mean, we have look, any other super chats we need to shout out? Um, or is that, did we got them all? Nope, that's it. No super chat. I did want to ask a question though. Do uh, Tony CK, do you guys feel that um, today proved to you that Bryce uh, can play really well in bad weather games? Like, did today prove something to do? Um, no. I, it, the only thing it proved to me is that he can be confident throwing the ball in uh, bad weather. That's really it. Like, I mean, he's he's not going to be afraid to throw the ball. Um and they're not just going to run it 90% of the time. Well, maybe, uh, you know, I will say yes. What it proved to me, Cody, is I continue to see the same, what what I think about him is just, uh, is no not a monster arm. Right. But never advertised as one either. Right. But can throw the ball. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, he can get the ball and make most of these throws, dude. It's not like he can't. But I mean, it's not like I mean, like, oh, look at him driving it through the wind and That's the rain. That's what I'm or saying. Like today, didn't didn't feel like, oh, okay, Bryce can drive the the ball through the wind and the rain and the snow. Like if if we ever had to go to Lambeau in December, this this performance doesn't make me go, oh, okay, Bryce is fine. Bad weather is not going to be a thing for him. But I don't yeah, need yeah. to get that from this performance. I want them. I just want us. Those are like the anomalies is the late December in Green is, Bay. I want us to just win a game on a Sunday no, where I somebody you. looks I'm confident. The, the internet is saying like, oh, today this proves that Bryce can play in bad weather. I don't necessarily think that it does that. I think he played well today. I don't think, and I think this is hopefully – will resonate with a lot of people that are supporters of Bryce. And I'm I've I've been a fan of Bryce Young's. Like I am definitely rooting for his success. Um I don't think any one game, one play, one drive this season proves anything good or bad, right? I oh, think no. it, you know, it's like if he if he would have had a bad game today, I wouldn't have gone <laughs> Well, can't play in bad weather. Like, I mean, I think this is that if we just can, look, Bryce has shown some moments where he can play, dude. Right? I mean, that, like he can. I think he looks talented enough to be in this league. We just want to see more and more moments like that. We want to see, and you know what? I want to see it a little different next week. You know, I don't want us to come out there and win by three field goals have 167 yards, but that's what it took today. That's what it took today to win this game. I just want to see Bryce get better and better from the week to week, but for him to get better, this team has to get better from week to week. And maybe we saw some of that today, at least on the defensive side of the ball, they continue to play hard out there. They continue to give this Carolina team a reason to go out there and play hard on offense because those guys are keeping you in this game, regardless of you not doing shit, not like not scoring any freaking points. So if we could see 
this whoever that guy you said was playing right guard that I don't care to learn his name because he probably won't be here for another week. Gabe Jackson. Gabe Jackson. If we can just see this offensive line get a little bit better next week and a little bit better next week, I'm not going to go, oh, this line's going to get better for next year. I just think it will give other players an opportunity to potentially get better. And Bryce Young being one of those that needs to get better from week to week. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like he's not going to be able to get better if the rest of the team doesn't get a little bit better play sure. by play by play. For sure. You know, we all need to get a little bit better. We need better on offensive line. We need better at wide receiver. Uh, I mean, th- this next year is going to be a big year for us. The biggest question going into the offseason, in my opinion, for the Carolina Panthers is are we going to retain Scott Favor? Because I don't honestly know right now that we're firing him. I want to think that we are. I can't say for sure that we are. When you see this uh, team being built the way it is, I just don't know how you can make an argument for him. I mean, there's I agree. There's no argument to be made for him. Uh, Anthony, I've already played your first call earlier in the show. Here is the second part of the call. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, it's Anthony from Cincinnati right now. Um, Cody Lack, yeah, shove that Baker take down your ass, man. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 381 fucking yards today, four touchdowns. The Panthers are the problem. (laughs) Like, he's out here uh, 24 touchdowns on the year, eight interceptions, three games to go, yeah. He's played himself into a second contract. Just wanted to shove that in your face, but anyways, love you though, and uh, love y'all boys. Hope you have a good uh, good start to your week this week. The Panthers won. Let's go, Anthony from Cincinnati. Keep motherfucking pounding. Hey, how about this? If Baker Mayfield's a franchise quarterback, then so is Gardner Minshew. Well, that's a I don't know, Rainer. I could have told. I've been telling you that. You have. I you don't have want Gardner's tearing it up for the Colts. I try to avoid one of these things is this is Monty from the four man rush has said this a couple of times. Like, why am I always calling him out? Right? Like, it's like, no, you don't say nothing about anybody else's tweets. I think the algorithm for Twitter is pushing certain people to me that I am then engaging with. So I feel like I see his tweet because he's engaging with you a lot, Cody. Right. Right. So I just happen to see a lot of his tweets and I see some of the conversations that these people will get into. And I don't know if he's been this person that's done this. I think the other guy, one of the other ones, and they'll say something like you wanted to run it back with Sam Darnold or you wanted to go with (laughs) uh, who was the other one? Matt Corral. Yeah, Matt Corral. Um, I I think there was is that nobody wanted to do those things. We were discussing potential options of how this team works forward to build this roster. And some of those were like, we also were thinking you're picking at number nine. You have some different ideas. But one of my ideas was instead of getting Andy Dalton, was to get Gardner Minshew. Now, we got Andy Dalton, I believe, before we traded up. Right? Uh, Yes. So you kind of came into the season, I think, with the attitude of we 
if we don't get what we want in this draft, we're going to rock with Andy Dalton. I think if we sat at nine, it would have been reasonable to run it back with maybe Darnold or with my favorite, Minshew Magic, who does not get enough credit out there playing way above his station. If you guys are trying to find... career. Yeah. If you're trying to find any single play that tells you that why you believe Bryce Young is the truth, Gardner Minshew has made tons of good plays and no one's like, he's the truth. They're like, nope, he sucks. Um, He's been great. Or not great. I think he is a guy that somehow is just a cool story. What did you guys think about? Did you see Cam Newton talk about Sam Darnold being? Yeah, uh, I said that there was like a little high yeah, school. Yeah, like a little bit of bitterness. Uh, but can't play it. Found out the hard way though. Copyright strike you for playing his fucking. Yeah, uh, basically pod. he he said that uh, he and Darnold would get into a bickering fight about who's starting the next next week. Um, and it and took Cam Newton. Out, yeah. yeah, he took he took Cam Newton going to Matt Rule and saying, "Listen, you need to have a conversation with us and tell us who's going to be doing what because this can't continue to happen." You Cam know, Newton had to go tell what mom. Yeah, yeah, and he Dad. said that was the first time that that Matt Rule had ever been held accountable for telling Sam or Cam what he actually thought about both of them. Uh, so, dude, it just speaks to how terrible Matt Rule was. And uh, another interesting tidbit since we're on that topic was that uh, they were making Christian McCaffrey practice every single practice and playing him 99% of the snaps. And they were wondering, Oh yeah, well, no wonder he's, it was hurt all the time for the Panthers and he's been great for the 49ers. It's like, you have to learn how to treat superstar players. And we didn't have a coach that knew how to do that at all. All right, this looks like it might be the last call for right now. So if you're trying to squeak it in, this is your last chance. Let's go. Let's see. I think they want to give an MVP or game ball. Gentlemen, I would say the MVP of this game. And by the way, what it's a good game because any time that you can ruin the Atlanta Falcons playoff hopes, Carolina Panthers, they win one for a change. Yeah, it's good. Even though the team is garbage, so good. Um, I'm going to say the MVP of this game is Chuba Hubbard. He 22 rushing attempts for 87 yards and two big first downs late in the game where he just ran through the tackle just to get that extra one or two yards. Made a difference. Miles Sanders, big free agent signing, six attempts, two yards. He averaging half a yard a carry, whereas Chuba Hubbard is averaging four yards a carry. What a terrible free agent signing. Anyway, I give it up for Chuba. He's a second string running back who's been carrying the load. And uh, keeping the Panthers in games, that's all I want to talk about. And also, I must say, for Tony Dunn, you have a very clean shave. And almost, I'm not sure who's got the cleaner shave for CK's head or Tony Dunn. So both of you, what do you use? Because I'm seeing on the YouTube channel that there is a Jeremy's Razors for 40%. So it's Jeremy's Razors, <laughs> uh, your new sponsor. Is that what you use for you guys to have such a clean shave and a clean, shiny head? They advertise with us. Um, I wish they, they, if they advertise, I'll, I'll give them credit. Mine is you, simple, but CK's is earned. Mine is simple. I barely can grow facial hair and I just switched out my razor and for a brand new one. So it did, uh, do the job perfectly. Also, I shaved last night and this is what it looks like. 
That's crazy. I know you guys are like, what? I look like a 14-year-old Puerto Rican if I try to grow facial hair. Uh, CK, how do you keep your head clean? Um, I have a uh, one of the electric razors um, that I use. Uh, not a buzzer, but uh, one of the... Uh, as the three circular, I don't know how they call it. You seen the one that looks like, uh, like the like curves with your head or something like that. Yeah, that's sort of like mine. Okay. Yeah. Um. But uh, Jeremy how often Razor, do you gotta go after that sucker? Um. I try. I mean, honestly, it's just whenever. Um. I usually, if I'm, if I want to keep it looking good all the time, it's like once every other day or every three days. Right. All right. Um. This show is sponsored by nobody except for, and you know what? This show is sponsored by y'all. Thank you today for your generosity, your calls. Make sure you smash the thumbs up button and subscribe. You can be a C3 super fan for just $1.99 a month. And back to his call, he talked about who, what he described as the MVP. Each week, we select a most valuable player. It used to be the Dab on him Award. Now it is the David Dotto Ball Out Award today. And he gave it, the caller gave it to Chuba, like in David Dotto fashion. Chuba Hubbard running hard. Uh, David Dotto Ball Out Award from the callers goes to Chuba Hubbard. I want to go David Dotto Ball Out Award for me is Derek Brown. Derek Brown is the best player on this team. Um, Hey, oh, how about, how risky is it? Were you guys at all? I saw, as soon as I saw Horn, he made some good plays today too, right? He made some important plays. As soon as I saw him out there with all that rain, I was like, oh God. <laughs> oh no. no! This is not a great. Somebody place double wrap his ankles, please. His for the hamstrings love of God. are gonna explode. Oh man! Extra massages. Uh, no, he played well, but again, it's like this is who we've known him to be. He has always played well for as long as he's been on the field. Uh, but he just has not been on the field very long. So again, like it, even if uh, J.C. Horn finishes this year and finishes out and plays well. Like he still needs another season to prove that he can be healthy for a majority of the time and contribute. Um, and, but again, also hearing all this stuff about McCaffrey and the workload that they put him through and just how knowing how this team has done its players before, like, you know, it makes me question even how um, like the injuries that we've had on this team. Like that McCaffrey stuff had to have been prior to Matt rule. Well, I feel like they were always letting him. Um, I think the narrative after Joe Brady's first year where he played 99.9% of the snaps and when he was out there or whatever, that narrative that they then tried to, be more careful with him going forward. I can't. And you used to always, and maybe Matt rule just said shit and it just wasn't true, but they were always like, Oh, there's like a straight science to how much time you can exercise and work out. And we've got these analytics and all of that. I'm surprised to hear that they, that that was the case with Christian McCaffrey, honestly, just a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't the case. I'm just, 
I'm, I'm actually just another thing that like it doesn't make any sense. It's like, how do you make a guy practice who's always hurt? Or who yeah, has but, been? Yeah, like he, he, I mean, and Kyle Allen was the one that told the story of it too. That they were just practicing. Kyle Allen, all day. yeah. So that would have been under Rivera. Yeah, so it, he said it was the season where he went a thousand and thousand. Oh yeah, that was a Rivera, this thing. Um, interesting, was- yeah. Yeah, Ron Rivera was the year that would have been his. He was coaching twenty because that was way back in twenty eighteen, nineteen, yeah. somewhere like that. Um, all right, David Dotto ball out award from Tony goes to Derek Brown. CK, do you have a David Dotto ball out award today? Of course, of course, I'm gonna go with the one guy everybody's been shitting on all year. Saying like he's just not good. We should have never brought him to the team, and that's DJ Shark with that incredible pass or that incredible catch on the sideline. You guys thought I was going somewhere else, but I went with DJ Shark because that was an incredible catch. Uh, that toe uh, drag, the way he was able to move his body on the boundary without stepping out of bounds was just incredible. Uh, yeah, his I'm body get- momentum looked like it was naturally. I thought. When they showed the replay, he was going to have stepped out before he caught I the know. ball, like the way it looked. But somehow he pirouetted just perfectly. Yeah, no, it was his by far his best uh, appearance as a Panther uh, to date. Um, and <laughs> That's maybe crazy. Uh, he had one catch for 18 yards and this is his best appearance. I know, dude. And But that's what I'm saying. Like, hopefully what this does, and this is where my personal opinion on the matter is that it's just going to give Bryce confidence to know he's got to throw the ball to a place where only his receiver can catch it, even if they're not necessarily open. Um, and that's what he did there, man. It would definitely worked out. David Dotto ball out award to DJ Chark. Gosh, I got to say this is that's a ball out play. I would have trouble giving it to him as an award myself, but Cody Lack, who do you have uh, for your David Dotto ball out award? I'm giving my award to... Bryce Young. Wow. Nice. I just think just fucking with them now, aren't you? No, me, Tony. Can't even believe Tony. it. Can't even take a good compliment. Would I do that? Yeah. Come on, dude. Look, man. Game winning drive. Put the ball where it needed to be. Give Bryce some love, baby. He, All right. Uh, he can hold the beat down on his balls or whatever. There you go. He they're at eye level, it looks like probably. But uh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, now it's time for Tony's Jabroni, right? A guy that we need uh to play better, a guy that we uh just the Jabroni award for today. And I am not gonna give it to the Panthers. I'm gonna give the Jabroni award to Ritterer for throwing an unnecessary, like look, <laughs> this guy gifted the Panthers. We have to remember this is, to, yes, the Panthers made the turnover. Yes, the Panthers defense played very well today, or at least the Falcons played very poorly at the same time. The Carolina Panthers offense didn't do squat, though. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Tony's Jabroni, Desmond Ritterer, for a gift, an oppor- the gift he gave Bryce Young was an opportunity to win. And Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers 
were able to do that in the worst of worst, it looked like conditions or some horrid conditions. Jabroni award to Desmond Ritter. CK, who's your jabroni? My jabroni is going to go to Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bijan Robinson, a highly touted running back coming out of college, high draft capital. Um, just like, uh, in my opinion, just like Bryce Young has been underwhelming this year. He's got four touchdowns on the year. Um, uh, he's uh, at 800 yards, which, you know, uh, the majority of those are off of two games, uh, really. Uh, but uh, today, he's he carried the ball for seven yards or seven attempts for 11 yards for 1.6 yards average. And he had the turnover where Derek Brown and uh, Cruze Hill or Troy Hill, rather, were able to. Uh, jar that ball loose, uh, allowing us to, uh, you know, take over uh, at their own twenty-five. So, um, I, uh, I, I B. John Robinson for me, man. Kyler so, Murray uh, is in pain on the ground, visibly in pain. Oh Let's no! Oh, uh, you might be one play ahead of me. Oh, it doesn't look that bad. I don't know why he's in such pain. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, um, maybe um, so, yeah, I saw maybe I got the wind knocked out of him, dude. Um, mm. but um, so my jabroni, uh, we're gonna keep it three in a row here. We're gonna go Falcons. Uh, my jabroni is Falcons right guard Chris Lindstrom after the hell that he was given today with Derek Brown, just manhandling him, throwing him around. Uh, like uh, he was his son, like a, a little child. So, uh, yeah, Chris Lindstrom, you're my Jabron. All right, that's the C3 Panthers post game. We're going to be diving into this game more and looking ahead. Uh, who do we got next on the horizon? It is, um, bro, I don't even know. Uh, uh hang on. See, maybe the chat will get us. We'll be here on Tuesday yeah, night. Let's see who finds it first, the chat or us. Uh, rocking out, talking and celebrating about this whopping doozy of a nine-point win game. Who cares at this point? You're starving. I don't care if I've got to live off of mints at this point uh, from the front desk of the hotel. I'm so Green, hungry. Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers. The Panthers go on the road or have them at home? home okay so hosting the packers two home games in a row the carolina panthers trying to get some momentum we'll be talking about that game tuesday the upcoming game on tuesday night as well as deep diving and circling back after more and more news comes out about people's injuries and health we'll be here 9 p.m live tuesday night you can call in before Tuesday, we want to limit to you to one call, hopefully for each show and the Tuesday night show. So uh, if you're calling tomorrow morning, make it good, right? Because uh, you don't want to say, hey, I forgot something here. I'm coming back. But we do want you to come back. Smash the thumbs up and subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. CK, how can they find you on X? You can find me at Dizzle Allen arguing with uh, the likes of uh, Mr. Uh, Jerkins or what have you uh, about whether or not Mingo has elite traits. So, um, yeah, find me at Dizzle Allen. Kyler Murray limping. Looks like a groin. 
Yeah, Cody Lack, always a pleasure. How can they find you before Tuesday? Uh, yeah, find me on uh, online on X at Cody Lack at C-O-D-Y-L-A-C. Uh, every Friday at 7 p.m., you can be a part of the show and tell us what you think about all these different topics. Bryce, the defense, the play calling. That's every Friday at 7 p.m. on the Friday free-for-all. Uh, and then, yeah, man, we'll be back on well, Tuesday. I think the – what day is Christmas on, guys? Uh, Monday. Uh, Okay, so good. So it won't interrupt our podcast schedule. Hopefully the day after Christmas, uh, we'll be back here Tuesday. So I get to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, uh, even closer towards the date. Cody Lack, it has been fun to not lose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless of it. how pretty it was, regardless of the conditions, it's nice to frustrate the Falcons. Yeah, man. Look, it's been a great post-game show. We love being here with y'all, the fans, after a victory. Sorry we couldn't get a few more of them this year, but, you know, we're still going to fight and try and get a couple more. Uh, hey, man, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Enjoy that W. And until next time, Panther Nation, keep pounding. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.